I really want to caffeinate myself and others and support small businesses, but without having to put pants on. I wish there was a way to do that. I know. I'll ask Reflexa. Reflexa, what can I do to caffeinate myself along with others and support small businesses without putting on pants? Here is a targeted ad based on my constant surveillance of your thoughts and actions. Wait, what? Are you looking for a way to caffeinate yourself and others and support small business without having to put on pants? Well, then head on over to DeadlyGroundsCoffee.com. Deadly Grounds Coffee has smooth, rich flavors to satisfy the cravings of everyone on your list. From traditional flavors like pumpkin spice and French roast to more daring flavors like Hell's Fury, Highland Zombie Grog, Day of the Dead Roast, and Witch's Brew. And now, for a very limited time, you can try Butch Patrick's Dragula Dark Roast. Butch Patrick is known around the world for his role as TV's Eddie Munster. And when we deadly grounded him at a horror convention, he became such a big fan of our coffee that he hand-selected one of the roasts to make his very own. With most of the conventions on hold, Butch made available a limited supply of his Dragula Dark Roast, named after one of the coolest cars in television history. Personally autographed for our Deadly Grounds coffee fans. It's a delicious roast, silky smooth with a sweet finish. Perfect for any time of day and great for the coffee and Butch fans on your holiday shopping list. This is only available while our limited supply lasts, so hurry and get yours today. This holiday season, it's time to get a little deadly. Go on, you deserve it. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Case, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Hey everybody, it's James from It's Go Time. You saw the countdown. We are live today. Uh, I have, of course, our Jay with me. Uh, would it be a show without Jay? But hello, hello everybody. Well, hello. It's live. It's a, our, our our first live show in a while. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm Martin Luther King Day. Hopefully, a couple people are at home right now and they're partaking in this great. Are we on Facebook? I'm imagining, right? Yeah, we're on our Facebook. That's a platform. Okay, so we're on the on the Facebook here guys. So come on and check us out and you can always put some comments in, right. And we can answer some questions live, uh, for all you listeners, you know, come on and, uh, chit chat with us as we, as we go along, we're going to talk plenty of football talk. Cause that that's kind of the buzz that happened this weekend. We had major divisional games, uh, some outcomes that we'll discuss, uh, and a couple other news that, uh, that are definitely happening, uh, over the last week, but what are you talking uh, about? we had a huge ass trade that happened after we recorded our show. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming we're talking about James Harden. Oh, 100%. I don't know who else we talk about. Yeah, no, it's funny. It was, <laughs> we'll do this a lot in the pod because we've been doing pods now for a while, right? So I keep referring back to old pods. So if people don't listen, that's fine. I'm kind of bringing you up to snuff. Uh, and we had the NBA preview show live. We had a couple guests, Corey and Pat. Um, 
And we talked about this, right? We talked about the potential of when is New Jersey going to kind of plummet, right? When are they going to bottom out? And it started to go that way with Kyrie Irving, right? He just goes missing, MIA, you know, comes back on these uh, social media um, platforms of that he's out and about uh, at birthday parties, what have you. You know what? He's got to do him. He's doing him. And that's that's fine, you know, for, for all intents and purposes. But guess what? You still have an organization, a coach, a team, uh, friends of yours, what you know, all those uh, peers of yours watching you do this and not kind of being present in the moment. And what did the Nets do? They're like, you know, uh, you know, that's a wild card right there. Let's just bring Harden in and let, let's get things right. And boy, did they do, they, they threw the gauntlet, they mortgaged their future and here they are. Uh, they got, uh, so we got Durant, Harden back together again, like the OKC days, which we didn't even get to see Harden to be who Harden is today. Right. Uh, and then you got Kyrie mixed in whenever he decides that he wants to play ball again. And he says it's meant, uh, family issues, uh, self issues, whatever it may be. So hopefully he's getting the help that he needs. Um, as far as what we, the optics are seeing, I don't know what he's doing. Um, but it seems like the Nets have an idea of what they want to do as an organization and they want to win and they want to win now. And guess what? Kyrie shit or get off the pot. We got Harden here now. Either you come join us or, 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 or do, or you go do you and that's fine. And you know, maybe, maybe, maybe there's another trade happening in the Brooklyn Nets organization. You never know. I mean, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. They've literally mortgaged their future for this couple of years. So that's, um, I'm sorry. That's five teams now, LA, the bucks. Sorry. My fan, my hand keeps going away. LA. It's different bucks, when you're on, you're, you're, you're Nets, live and on TV. Yeah. Eh, sorry guys. Uh, and and there's two other teams that literally have, Oh, uh, Houston, they're non-existent. They're punting on the season. Uh, I think it's the Clippers is the other team that mortgaged their future. I mean, you got five teams and this is kind of what I was telling you about the whole 2023 scenario here, buddy. Cause once that hits and all these guys are now on these teams with no future and they're going to start losing, (laughs) All those top five performers are going to fall, and what? And it's going to be those middle grounds, those those Sixers, those Suns, those uh, Celtics moving up to that top yeah. spot. You, 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 in your twenty twenty three talk is ridiculous. Like I just and and realistically, you know, and in Danny Ainge, and I'll go back to Danny Ainge because he's my favorite topic of conversation. Um, is very much. I think is is going to make a break because Brooklyn literally swung the same exact trade they did for the Celtics. They to a point they did. They traded four of their picks as well as four options to swap their picks. So realistically, eight picks were swapped in this deal. That's a ridiculous amount. Yeah. So but you'd it, rather be a Brooklyn fan right now? Um, Long term. Lo- so, so that's the question. If like I said, you have you have Tatum and you have Brown locked up to one twenty three twenty four. Yes. Okay. So if long term, if if that's our gate, if that's our endpoint, our apex, that's going to be our apex is twenty three twenty four. If nothing happens of those picks, if Brown and Tatum cannot get over the hump and get into the championship and win a championship by twenty 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 four, you have to start looking back at that trade for to get in those four first round draft picks from Brooklyn as a failure. Cause as, and again, I'm not, I'm not stating that can happen, but if after those, after 2324, if Tatum's like, I'm out, I'm, you know, I, we can't somehow get over that hump. Same thing with Brown. They can't get over that hump. You know, they might be like, we want to go elsewhere because again, Boston isn't a fantastic destination for free agents. We know that for a fact. Um, you know, I think you then have to look back at it and be like, what exactly happened to get us where we are? Because if those two players leave in the off season of 23, 24 or after that season and no, no additional banners are hanging the rafters, you got to look back at the trade and be like, that trade was an utter failure. Cause you didn't especially if the, if the nets win one or two championships. Now, do you like, think the way that the roster looks right now, you still think, are they the number one East contender or 
do you believe a more cohesive team like the Sixers are playing right now can outlast them or even the Bucks outlast them in a seven game series? I mean, yes, the firepower is there, but again, it's three guys all playing together for the first time since maybe an all-star game and a new coach. So um, that would be interesting, you know, but next year, if they're all back with more time together, next year is is called a wrap. Like this year, I'm not really sure yet, but if they're still together producing, let's call it a wrap. I mean, they're going to kind of be what LA is right now. Everyone's kind of like bowing down and saying, Oh, they're the best team, you know? Yeah. I just like for me and it realistically, I think, I think if nothing goes their way and they have an epic flame out in the playoffs and all this stuff happens, I could literally see them jettison Kyrie before anybody else. Oh yeah. No, I, I think this, this scenario that's unfolding in front of our eyes is, is, is indicative of that. I mean, they brought Harden in and I think that's more of a, a statement to uh, Kyrie, like get your, get your ass back here. Like, let's, let's start winning again. Let's, let's do this. And, and I mean, I'm all for that. And I, you know, I'm, I'm sure, uh, again, I'm, I'm not saying like Kyrie's totally in the wrong. He's got things and you know, hopefully he works those things out. Uh, but just like the optics of what we have seen and what the, what the media wants to portray, it, it doesn't look great. It doesn't look great. And the, the coaching staff doesn't really know what's going on. doesn't look great. Teammates know, but the coaches staff know, I don't, yeah. it just seems he's just so he's in his own well, world. We already know. We already know Kyrie hates the the Steve Nash signing. Like we we knew we knew we knew about that. Like he doesn't. You've all you've also seen on the court where he just doesn't give a shit what Steve Nash says. You've seen him brush him brush him aside so quickly it's not even funny. Um, and, and he's like a to depreciating. GM, he's a depreciating asset right now. It's not you know like trying to trade him right now is <laughs> you're gonna get you know four cents on the dollar. <laughs> Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's exactly what's going to happen. Like it's it's definitely you know looking that way. But you know that was the whole thing about the Celtics was, can you trade? You know when when can you not trade uh, Irving? Like remember there was talk of them trying to trade him, dump him before the end of the season just to get something back for him. Um, but like I said, he's just toxic. Like I said, and you know you know you you can't be mad. You know, and and maybe this is where you know I wish I could like know the guy more, but like, dude, like, what is your end game here? You wanted to play with Durant, and then you can't even do that because you don't like the coach. Someone needs to coach the team, and you're not LeBron. You'll never be LeBron the way you're acting. At least LeBron can be like, hey, I won all these championships, and I put together the super team in Miami. I came back and won a championship with you as my number two, and I just won another championship in Los Angeles. So he has the clout to walk into a general manager's office and be like, I don't want him as a coach. And again, and again, that's Kyrie. And then you have the other wild card, James Harden, which what he did in Houston was just like uh, an utter disgrace of an organization and of being an employee of somebody just saying that 50 pounds, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Right. And he's going to work his ass off. He's going to work hard. I mean, as far as the first game that they uh, Durant and Harden played together, he was like super happy. He was like, up, oh, got my way. You know, like what's this trying to teach the youth of our world, uh, James? You know, just piss and moan until you get your way, I guess. Doesn't we, matter what the money we also, is. We also knew that was going to happen. Like, I can't even be mad about like that. We knew that was going to happen regardless. So, yeah. And then, like I said, uh, I think. I think uh, New Jersey was put in a spot where like the whole Kyrie thing, like really they had to pivot somewhere, somehow, some way. And this was what it was. And I think they mortgaged their future to do that. Um, but we'll see. And I know I, I, I keep having an outlook, but you got to have those outlooks, especially right now. Cause I mean, let's, let's go back into a time machine a little bit. If you were a fan of the NBA back in the nineties, uh, between 91 and 98, I mean, where, where, where was your mind at at that point when Michael Jordan was the most dominant and best player in the NBA and, and championships were just pretty much the norm, uh, for that stretch of time. Like, so teams had to start building a future much farther down the road. Cause they know, Hey, once Jordan's kind of out of the picture, now we have a chance. And I feel like that's the whole, this is the LeBron error. Once he's kind of out of the picture, which I'm assuming is in two or three years. And that's why I put those predictions out there to say, that's kind of my prediction of like, he needs to be older and out of the league, or at least 
you know, because he's playing at an MVP level still at age 36. I mean, he, you know, from what I'm seeing, the numbers he's putting up and then they have a supportive cast around him and he's just kind of still coasting, but still looking as dominant as ever. So that's why the Lakers are still a scary team. But do the Nets have enough firepower? Are the Nets going to get through the Eastern Conference? Uh, I'm not really sure because I still think the Bucks have a very good core and a reigning MVP defensive player of the year. I mean, come on. There's, there's a lot there that I'm like, I still believe that Milwaukee is is still not the record might not say that now, but that doesn't mean anything right now. And as Sixers are playing really good ball. And and to be honest, so are the Celtics and Kemba wasn't even playing yet. So, you know, Kemba comes back, they lose by 30. That's a whole nother story. Tatum's still out. So, and and I I think with this whole COVID thing, there's just going to be a lot more. And that's where I think the Nets bought this insurance package with Harden, Durant, and Kyrie. And with COVID happening, man, there's the wild card about if they lose one of those guys, they're still an NBA finalist team, in my opinion, right? So either one, either one, and change one out. Maybe not Durant. Durant goes out. I think that team's kind of... A lot of head case, <laughs> a lot of not a lot of ball to move around, but uh, at least Durant knows how to like spread the wealth, lead a team, win a championship, and so does Kyrie. So, uh, when he's got that right mindset, so oh, yeah, 100%. Like I said, you know, on paper, in, in when you have to actually play the game, play you play the game. Um, I think I still think they're the best team, you know, on paper, especially in the east. The east is weak. I don't care what anybody says. The East is unbelievably weak. Um, uh, yeah. I beg to differ. The top four teams in the East are better than the top four teams in the West. Go ahead and I, I'll mail. I'll stamp that. You tell me different. Okay, I'm not gonna. Like I said, you know more about NBA than I do. The same thing. Like you, you know, I the just East is I, not that. You know, top the the top four teams are are. It's it, it, it it's who's at number one, which makes the West the hardest out east you might be like in the long term it goes one west then the next four east teams and then it's the clippers at seven but again five or whatever they're at it's like it's it it is a drop off after the one but it's it's the one it's who's at number one is the hardest like oh yeah Uh, the returning champ so you can't you can't take anything away from them being number one having the best record and having added the pieces that they did so yes i agree so but you know, like I said, I I, I just think th- this year is going to be you know trial by fire, and if the whole core is back next year, I think in, you know scary. they'll probably add. It's going to be st- it's going to be stupid. It's going to be scary, um, because like I said, they're they're going to have a full off season to work out their issues. You know, they're going to have whatever they get through the playoffs, and you know, hopefully by then they can bury whatever issues they have and kind of go from there. Um, and that's where Danny boy, you better making some moves at the trade deadline or in the off season to fill your backcourt a little bit because you know, they, 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 they need to do something. Uh, when you lose with that trade, that trade exception needs, they need to turn that into something they need to, if they, if they don't do that, then you're right. I mean, we're going to be a four seed losing in the second round, (laughs) you know, like we'll, 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 we'll get to where we need to go, but not all the way. So, or get where not where we need to go, just under you know under underperform. So one of the questions I wanted to bring up today was actually one that's come up recently, and it has to do with the NA with the NBA. Um, you know, as the NHL, uh, I didn't write word. Um, the NBA realignment. So the N- the NHL this year went to realignments. They redid mm-hmm. yeah. the the divisions to uh, uh, help centralize the team. So less travel, less right? travel. Can kind of do mini bubbles for regionalized. So with that, you had um, all the Canadian teams playing in the north, the north division. Yep. You have the majority of the metropolitan teams, the Bruins, the New York teams, all that stuff, all set up pretty pretty well. But that guarantees four Canadian teams are going to be in the playoffs this year because that's how they're doing. The top four in each division get in the playoffs, and then those Ooh. four teams play themselves. So the Canadian teams will then play. Cool. Okay. And then, so you're going to have like a regional know, champ. Exactly. It's and kind of now it's like the NCAA bracket. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Um, and rumor has it they're going to do another playoff bowl. Maybe there's talk of that again. 
smart depending how everything great yes okay again let's see what things look like in may and june like that's always the question Mm -hmm. uh would you want the nba to do something like that either a redo to the divisions a little bit more so you have better opportunities or b get rid of the divisions and get rid of the conferences and just have the teams play each other so when the playoffs come it's the best 16 teams in the league all right, so I think I like the second option because I think a lot of people have been talking about that as being the NBA's fault for the longest time. You you mentioned it before about how the West is so much stronger, but you know, I, I, as a whole, yeah, uh, I think the East has made leaps and bounds, especially with Harden getting out of the West, coming East, making that team uh, a juggernaut. Um, so I'd love to see that. You'd see probably like, six teams out of the East, maybe a little bit more out of the West. Um, Cause some of the West teams at the bottom are, are, are pretty bad. So you'll, you'll see a lot more wins in the wind column. Cause even if you look at the standings today, I still think the seventh, eighth seeds are still like losing records. So um, yeah, getting rid of them, but you know, that leaves in fun teams like Charlotte out Atlanta out, you know, it does it, it, some of those mid market level teams that have made a lot of moves that you kind of might want to see to get some national recognition. Yeah. It would suck for those teams. Um, but then you'd see a little bit more on the, maybe the Western conference side. Um, cause mainly when you see it, the AC still has a winning record on the West. Uh, I don't think that's indicative of them being a better conference. I just see, you know, it, it, they just have worse, uh, when the teams are bad in the West, they're really bad. So I, I think well, that has a lot yeah, to do with I it mean, as well. I mean, to a point, yeah, but like I look back at the bubble last year in Disney, there was one additional Eastern Conference team in the Wizards, and they had no right being in the bubble. Like you had your Eastern Conference eight locked, right, literally right when the lock, when, when the, the pandemic occurred. Yeah. And then you had like what seven, no five teams in the Western conference yeah. that was vying for that seventh and eighth spot. Like uh, the just... Suns, the Suns would have been a lot better an option. You know, that was the playing game that everyone was glued to the TV watching Memphis and the Suns. Wait, no, no Suns were playing somebody Suns else. Just, they're... just missed it. They won all their games, but they just Except missed Memphis it. won the last game. If Memphis lost the last game they were in. Yeah. So it's just um, like there was a couple losses probably earlier before March that really affected that. And that was it because it wasn't the eight games that they went undefeated in the bubble. You know, that that got them over the that got them to 37 wins and they just didn't win enough when the regular season happened, you know, or before but I the feel like it also brings up better finals matchups. Like, are you telling me like lo- the battle oh. of Los Angeles for a finals matchup wouldn't be a good matchup? Like, mm, you know, instead I- of getting. I don't know. Uh, again, I'm not a TV producer. I have no stock in that manner. Uh, so in my opinion, as a fan, that'd be pretty damn cool. I right? 100% like agree. It, so now it's like LA's getting a championship. <laughs> Which team? Or, you know, or it's know, like, it, you, but it also opens up like better matchups like you Celtics. I'll use Celt- like, what if the Celtics are the four seed and their road to the championship is going through, you know, it's going to be a harder road for anybody in the playoffs because mm-hmm. now you're playing the best of the best. And you know, for me, seeing the Celtics play the Suns or then they have to play Dallas and then they like it might build better rivalries in the long term. Because even if you re um, you re do the standings, yep. you you um, what the hell's the word? I, I'm literally blank on the fucking word. Um, reseed, reseed. If you reseed it and then it comes a better, I think, a better tournament. Because like I said, now you're receding. The best available plays the worst. It just feels like in the playoffs, it would be a better. You would have a bet. You'd have you have better games to a point where your first two rounds no longer are cakewalks because they're not playing a sub 500 team on the East and a team that barely got in in the West. You have the 16 best teams in the NBA, and you were yeah. saying like you you might lose seeing Charlotte and Atlanta. But you know what? That means Charlotte Atlanta need to get better because they know they can't squeak into the playoffs with a losing record. Now, what's interesting about that, too, is that now if you're the number one seed, right, let's the receipt, all that. I'm looking at that scenario. You got one through 16, right? So they're going to play 16. It's kind of like a small regional bracket of the NCAA tournament, right? So you see how the one goes along. At some point, they're going to see like the four or the three. And, and, 
in in a spot where they probably wouldn't have seen them right away or or not. Uh, and let's say it's Miami Heat, the way that they played, and they played them more in like a divisional round, more in the semis of the quarters. And they're beating them up. All right. So now they get out from beating the Heat, and then they have to play against Milwaukee. They might lose. Yeah. You know, exactly. Because it's like, dude, we just, we just, threw it all out of uh, the kitchen sink out, out, you know, against this squad. Now we have to go up against Milwaukee. I think it would be amazing. And but, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a, like a divisional. It's the one plays the 16, like, and that's how it would be. It would be like one plays the eight and then the, you know, whatever. Oh, and then if you recede, they always get the lower seed. So they, they get, their get path the is, 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 is pretty easy, but I like, I guess the tournament where it's, 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 it is what it is. And then you, you, you might see, you know, you, you know, when they get closer together, uh, man, shoot, we got to play Miami. And then we have to play Miami. Milwaukee. We got to play Milwaukee or the 76ers. And then we got to play Dallas or who, like it could get really interesting. And I know the NBA has been playing around with that idea. Cause I know they've been really much up to being like, we're going to try something new. We're going to try this. We're going to try that. I'm hoping this is something that the NBA will do. Cause like I said, I just think, with the East, with those seven and eight seeds being a sub 500 team the last couple of years, like, and some teams in the West that probably deserve to be in the championship, it feels like you got to give them that opportunity. Yeah. So, um, all right, cool. So you, you hinted at it. Nice transition. Nice pop. Divisional playoffs. He had an, we had an okay week of foot weekend of football. I don't think it was the best divisional round we've had. Um, in a while, as you can see in our, our brand new scroll on the bottom yeah. of that fancy, um, you see the scores that came up. Were any of the games this weekend? Were you surprised by the outcome of any of the games? Were you like, or you know what? I'm. I mean, surprised. your Super Bowl pick is officially dead. Just R.I.P. Yours? No, yours. No, I Green Bay is my pick. Oh, Green Bay, Baltimore, right? Yeah, just Baltimore beating KC Kansas City in the uh Baltimore would have made it to the Super Bowl, but obviously, yeah, I'm always going to be 50%. Like kind of you, you same with you, right? Your Saints are out, so you're missing 50% of the of the pie here. Um I think at the end of the day, at the cuz I turned the TV off cuz we were getting ready for dinner and the Cleveland uh, Kansas City game was kind of the most uh, shocking after fact of uh, I was just like, all right, Kansas City is just kind of dominating. It's not, you know, it's it was nineteen to three, and then I just kind of turned away for a little bit, and geez, and then I, I turned, I, I looked back at Sports Center or, or ESPN app, and I opened it up, and oh my god, it was twenty two to seventeen, and Mahomes got hurt, and Chad Henney, you know, let's go again. Like I said in the beginning of the pod, everybody go back to the NFL pod, and I was giving James. Uh, shit that he had Chad Henney as his backup quarterback. And uh, if, if Mahomes goes down, he's fucked. Well, I'm meeting my words right now, James. And I was, I was wrong. Chad, Chad Henney came into the game and, and they, and they held on to victory and got to a field goal and, and, and moved on. I still, (laughs) for me, Cleveland fucking dropped the ball in that last drive they had in the fourth quarter. Like, dude, like you can't can move the ball all of a sudden. Like, they got they, two they, they got cool feet or whatever the scenario is, man. The clutch team, they, they didn't have it. <laughs> they were just like, Ooh, I don't know what I'm doing. And yeah, I was like, got, got, the moment got too big, man. It's, and I sat there, I was like, I'm like, like, I did the math. And I was like, 1722. Holy crap, they're just getting a touchdown, they'll win. And they got the ball, and it's like four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Like, they got plenty of time. And then I and then I got an alert on my phone, like, ding, game over. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> like, yeah. they were, you see that they fucking punted on fourth and three or something like that. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, so I mean that was the most surprising game, I guess. But uh, as far as um, the Saints Bucks game, that was the one I think I watched m- the most of, and I Drew think it was Brees, just man, it looked like a shell of himself. Yeah, but he's he's been looking like that for ever since he came back from injury. He he is not, you know. He hopefully this is his swan song, and he and he's and he's all set uh, and move and moving on to bigger and better things. I think he uh, is going to be signing or has signed a contract to NBC to be in this sports you know in the booth uh next year anyway so i think it's kind of imminent that he will say goodbye at some point uh he said he has to evaluate everything but 
Breeze, hey man, it was it was a hell of a show. You, you have a lot of records. You won a lot of games. You have a Super Bowl. Um, you know, for, as far as where I always stood on the matter, I, I, I thought it was an amazing um, quarterback. And uh, you know, good luck. And uh, but it was it was the battle of old men, and a lot of good defense was played. Um, and I think the Bucks defense really came. And uh, I think the 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 linebacker. Names escaping me right now. Davis. Sure. I think, think, yeah, he he came back uh, this game and just was hawking Kamara and Kamara can do anything. I mean, have you seen Kamara ever produced what he did in that game? It was because the linebacker had him teed up the whole time. Breeze didn't know what to do because that was his outlet and he was covered every time. This guy was knocking down passes making big hits like guys did not want to come over the middle against that guy. And he, what I'm told runs like a 4.5 40 as a linebacker. And the guy just moves so fluidly and his interception, he actually like saw the receiver and was like, I am going to truck this motherfucker down. And, and he did. And he was like, I am looking to hit somebody. It was amazing. So I, th- I think the defense really, in my opinion, you know, from for, uh, where I sat on the couch, uh, Brady did his job, right? He he managed the game and did the right things. And running back, uh, the running game was good. I mean, they, they did have a, over 130 yards rushing, so that, that really helps. But I think the defense really stepped up and showed out. And, uh, and my man, uh, I, I think I want to say Tyron Johnson made an interception. And you see the shoes that he had on? No, what did he have on? He had the uh, the Jordan ones made into a cleat. It was they were awesome, and they kept showing oh. the interception. I was toe tapping, and I was like, "What an advertisement for these sh- oh, for, for the Michael Jordan shoes!" Because they kept showing it over and over. And that's all I could think of in my head. I was like, "Whoa, product placement!" Michael Jordan's probably just sitting there, like, "Yep, that's right." <laughs> smoke, smoke a cigar, being like, "Oh yeah." yeah, cha-ching, cha-ching. Every time they show it, he's just getting paid a million bucks. So, hundred percent. No, so. so. Yeah, I mean, for me, you, you know, I, I watched maybe a combined eight minutes of the divisional. It's weird when your team's not in it. You have no, like, skin in it. Um, but like I said, I mean, a lot of concussions. You know, Lamar Jackson being out with a concussion, that that kind of – but he didn't leave until, like, the fourth quarter, though. But the, like, Right. But the he was hobbled. Were... He was hobbled pretty much most of the game, right? I mean, he was kind of like some turf toe, some something with his toe. Well, I just – for me, it's very much – I don't think I could take, you know, Baltimore won. Great. They beat the Titans. Fantastic. But for me, I don't think I could take him, you know, they're such front running teams. So now he's 0-2 in the divisional round. I mean, and the Bills didn't even show up to play. Like the Bills, that definitely was not their 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 best game. So uh, let me correct myself. It was Devin White is the uh, middle linebacker for the Buccaneers. That So that's the name. Sorry. It wasn't Davis. Uh, I apologize. Awesome. Devin White, uh, if you don't know him, now you do. You know, he, he, he's, 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 a, he's, a, he's a mean man uh, in, in, a, in a Bucks uniform. So uh, it looks like he was a 2019 first-round pick by uh, Tampa Bay out of LSU. So – Watch out for him in the next round, Devin White. I I just don't know where he's kind of going to be a ball hawking because I think Aaron Jones is more of a downhill runner, uh, not like Kamara. Um, so I, I have a feeling with his speed, he's going to be a lot of uh, zone sets with uh, Rogers, and he's going to be kind of flying all over and probably just keeping an eye on on Rogers. And he's and who knows? And, you know, maybe the blitz package is going to be like out of control because this guy's speed, and maybe they just drop less in the, in the, in the, um, and do man coverage and, and send a lot more blitz and try to try to get Rogers off a spot. Cause I think, I think that's the only way that, uh, that can happen. And if you, you got the right guy, you got a lot of speed and a guy that can blow through the line and, and get to the back, uh, you know, get through a running back and, uh, you know, sack the quarterback. So anyway, well, sorry, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get to those picks later, but, uh, yeah, no, and in 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 for my my one exactly, like I didn't watch any games. I kind of watched the highlights. I collected some of the stats, um, but for me, the one play I did saw was the Jameis Winston touchdown. You know, the, and where was I? I was like out in the garage. I was listening to it like through my headphones, like, like uh, doing something. And no, I was in the car somewhere. I I, I didn't see what was happening. I just heard. And I was like, "What the hell was that?" Like, 
that was so you saw it you got to see the actual play i i just listened to it. i was like that is crazy i was like yeah, that's was really why they're cool. gonna the i was like, was like wide open there was no other guy and at that point i was like oh they're gonna lose just because of that play right there like that that's gonna be the dagger but no not 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 today yeah he was yeah, the best was, quarterback like said, in the game he was the best quarterback in the game yeah, I know a lot of people are like, oh, the fix is in. They want Brady in it. They don't want anybody else but Brady. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, Yo, shut up. Like, no, they don't want Tampa Bay at Tampa Bay. They wanted like Minnesota at Minnesota. Like, at that, like, no one cares yeah. about Draymond James Stadium. Like, come on. No, um, I, I, I think what you're going to see is is exactly what everyone wants to see Rodgers versus Brady in a, in a, in a conference championship game. Well, no, I think everybody uh, wanted. I think, Rogers, I think everybody wanted Rogers v. Brady in the Super Bowl. Like, uh-huh. I think that's what everybody wanted. Um, eh, it's the next best thing, you know. Yeah. Obviously, that never happened. Wah, so, wah. sorry, Roger. Oh yeah, right. You know. So with that, you know, here comes the big question: Is Championship Sunday? You have the three o'clock game is the NFC. You have uh, Tampa Bay at Green Bay, the Battle of the Bays Part Two. They met earlier their season, and Tampa Bay stomped them. Mm-hmm. 33 or 34 to 10 um, in Tampa Bay. It's a different season, different game. It's going to be in Lambeau. It's going to be a snowy Lambeau field this weekend. The frozen uh, tundra. The frozen Lambeau tundra. Field. <laughs> uh, so with that, like, what do you, you know, it's the, it's the rematch. Everybody's been wanting, you know, who comes out on top this time? Who do you think? Well, I'm not going to defer from my pick from early in the season. I am well, going to be. I think you're definitely still... Green Bay in the championship. No, I had the Cowboys. Oh, okay. <laughs> Remember, I, I was, I was riding, I was riding high on on what it looked like on paper. And man, when once Dak got hurt, I just kind of was like, oh, this, you know, they were already zero and four, one and four at that point. So I was like, this, this, there's, there's no hope. Um, anyway, um, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go Green Bay. Sorry, Freudian slip. I'm gonna go Green Bay. Uh, I just think it's Rogers' year. I think it's a, go back to the pod. I think it's Rogers' fuck you year to the Green Bay. You know, just to the you know drafting uh, Love, uh, first round quarterback, his replacement maybe. Um, I think they just and they and they picked up a another running back, AJ Dillon out of BC, who was one of the top rushers in NCAA last year. Uh, to kind of help be you know take Jones out a couple times here and there and their running game has been phenomenal. And you know, to be honest, their defense is not a sleeper anymore. I mean, their defense got a little bit better and I think they're just playing a little bit more cohesive. Um, in my heart, uh, you know, obviously I'm going off our other pod. If I was a betting man, I'm still going green Bay, but you know, if, if Tampa Bay moves on, I'm not going to be upset. So, but I do pick green Bay cause I picked them in preseason to win it all. So green Bay over, over Tampa Bay. All right, so the spread right now is Packers are four point favorites, and the and the point total is five and a half, five fifty one point five. So you think the Packers are going to make the spread? So so you you need the Packers to win by four, more than yes. four. To okay, money. more than four. Uh, I don't so think that Tampa happens. Bay four points. Yeah, I don't think that happens. I, I I don't. I could see a field goal at the end. You know, I I could probably see. I don't see this as a, the fifty one as being in the over. Um, is this going to be a shootout? It ha- it has the makings. It has the makings to do that. So you'll be over uh, under fifty one points, basically. I'm gonna go under fifty one, and then I'm gonna have Bucks cover. There you go. All right, that's good. Yeah, for me, I think I think Aaron Rodgers is. I think well, I'm with you. I think Aaron Rodgers is on the fuck you tour. I think they're very much being like, oh, you drafted someone to replace me. Well, I'm going to win you a championship, so you can't get rid of me this off season. Or if you get rid of me this off season, you're going to look like a like a like a jerk. Um, you know, I just think I always think Green Bay turns into like a puddle sometime during the playoffs. I just think they do. I think Aaron Rodgers at one point thinks he's a the greatest of all time. And, and you're hitting on that point why you never saw a Rogers Brady Super Bowl. So exactly. Yes, yeah. hundred percent you know, agree. Because some of the Packers turn into the Packers for like 10 seconds, especially against the, the Seattle NFC championship game, which should have or been San, or San Francisco. Like they, you know, is that would have been a much better game. Green Bay versus, uh, KC that, that would have been oh, great yeah. too. The storylines behind, which could still happen this year. So the storylines could be, 
just as crazy. So anyway. exactly. Uh, but like I said, again, I, I think Brady's playing with house money. I think right now he's on a like basically look into everybody who said, I can't win. I'm going to go win the NFC championship my first year in the NFC to show you how awesome of a player I am. Right. Um, but again, and the funny thing is he's not winning these games for the team. Like the defense stepped up. A Run lot of these other teams good. are part. Yeah. So, you know, if they could, if Brady can lead them to an NFC championship title and get in the Super Bowl, how big of a F you is that to Bill Belichick and the Patriots being like, oh, you thought I, you, you, you didn't want to pay me what I was worth? Not even an F you, just like, the smartest decision ever to be like, this team sucks. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe that more now than ever now. <laughs> you know, once the season's <laughs> over, the tail of the tape, I'm kind of like, yeah, Brady was the smartest one out of the whole, all of them. Be like, I'm out of here. This sucks. And uh, as yeah, a Patriots fan, no you. one should have any qualm. You know, please don't. Like you saw your product or your team, and Brady was smart enough to say, "Sorry, this ain't me. I want to win. I, I only got a couple more years." And uh, oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, and that's the thing. It, you, you made a point too. We talked um, about it, about the New Jersey Nets, or I'm sorry, the Brooklyn Nets. That next year is going to be scary. Same with Tampa. Next year is going to be scary. They're all coming back. You know, that, that team's not changing very much. So. Um, you know, they, they, if, if they lose or win, I still think they're, they're going to be, uh, in the NFC championship again next year. So, oh yeah, no. And like I said, and this is the, a lot of people have been saying like, this is, well, Antonio Brown, let's see, like he's been contributing. Like, I can't really say he hasn't been contributing no. and he's keep his head down and, you know, kind of been like a better team player. So we'll see, like I said, I'm with you. I, I would take the points all day. Uh, you know, I think it's going to come to whoever has the ball last or well, you, you said know, it was cold and snowy, I... uh, but it's going to be. Sorry, I, th- I think I think Green Bay is going to try to control the clock and hold on to the ball and let Aaron Jones just run the ball down their throat, uh, you know, and, you know, and as needed, chuck the ball down to Devonte Adams and see what happens. Um, but, but like I said, I could see Tampa Bay doing the same thing. They have an awesome running game. That's been really well. Good. You know, they haven't lost that, you know, Tampa Bay hasn't had a ton of turnovers this postseason. You know, it might turn into a post like whoever gets the most turnovers might win the game. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, for me, I'm with you. I'm jumping on the Green Bay bandwagon. I think Aaron Rodgers is playing, you know, lights out. You know, he's seeing the field very well and it's in Lambeau. You know, there's only been what two teams to beat Green Bay in Lambeau ever. So I still think the Giants, because I remember that Super Bowl and and the Giants beat them. San Francisco. or was that Maybe out in San Francisco? That was out in San Francisco, I think. Uh, and then you had the Falcons with Vic. His, yeah, his, fr- his year, his freshman year, his freshman year in the NFL. Um, but but I I think it's gonna be a shootout. I don't think it's good. I th- I just think that you know, I think they're gonna they're gonna huck and chuck that ball as much as needed, other than clock control. Um, so I would do the over on the points all day. So with that, we could go down to the NFC AFC Championship game, which is the evening game the 640 game which uh, is exactly Bill- what we want to see man this is this is this is great i mean i i picked the ravens but you know to, i couldn't be happier right now seeing buffalo bills versus the uh kansas city chiefs because i think the bills the bills might have their number so. so the bills are favored by three and a half so um it and that's started- because i mean is that because they think chad henney's gonna start or mahomes is gonna be injured well, i mean started- that does not make any sense it started with the Bills as a one one and a half point underdog, so I just think the money has pushed it the Chiefs' way uh, because the spread so they haven't change. they haven't announced anything yet. Nobody knows, but as soon as Mahomes is on board and he's starting, I think it's going to swing again, right? Well, the problem is the concussion protocol for the NFL is pretty strict. So even if know, he even if he passes that, which I, I don't think he's. I don't, I don't, th- I don't think if I'm right. Kansas still, City, there's still something wrong with his foot. There's still something wrong with his toe. So, yeah. and he was he, noticeably hobbling. So again, you're a 90% Mahomes or an 80% Mahomes is still probably better than, I don't know, 80% of the league. So I think that's right. okay. Uh, but you're right. I think it is the concussion protocol that will really stand in the way. Cause and, he was, he was, he was, his little clock was clean pretty bad. Like you saw him on the sideline. He was just like, like he wasn't, he wasn't all there. Yeah. And I'm surprised. I mean, what, no news yet. And it's almost two, two, two o'clock on a, on a Monday. So we won't know anything until Wednesday, Thursday, they're going to keep that tight. 
Oh yeah, just, of course. That's is the whole the whole game within a game. Uh, the Bills are going to not know who they're going to. You know, if I was the Bills, I I wouldn't give a shit about Chad Henney at this point. Still, I I, I will still stay there, but uh, I I'd still try to figure out. It, we're playing Mahomes, so let's let's figure it out, boys. Because that's the, that's the um, other thing too. The Kansas City ran all over Buffalo the last time they played anyway. So I don't know. Maybe you don't need Mahomes and Chad Henney's just going to be fine. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, like so I said, it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Uh, but and then the over-under is 50, 50.5. I see that. I see For whatever reason, I see this as more of a shootout, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, Kansas City defenses can be suspect. Right, and and I think the Bills, they were 16th ranked. They're not. They're second-tier defense. Bottom half. I think, half Kansas, of the I think oh. Kansas City's defense is equally second-tiered. Exactly. So I'm definitely over points. Uh, and what's this? But I, I'm I'm taking KC to to cover. <laughs> like, you, right? You, you, you think they're gonna get it by a touchdown? Oh, I'm sorry. What what was the uh, three and a half? Three and a half for Buffalo. I thought you said. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. They're giving. They're giving. Can they're? Oh, okay. I just heard that wrong. Sorry. That's why I was like so confused. <laughs> I was like, well, how is Buffalo favored? Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'll still say Kansas City will cover. Okay. All right. And yeah, it'll, for, it'll be a shootout. Yeah, like I said, if Mahomes starts, I, I think you're right. You get 80% of Patrick Mahomes. You're you're better than 90% of the quarterbacks out there. Just ask the Patriots. Um, but like I said, but again, if if they're going to – Chad Henney is a perfectly just get him down the field and the guy can kick 60-yard field goals. And like I said, as long as Bills aren't scoring touchdowns and you're scoring field goals, it's going to be a close game. Mm. So, you know, for me – I have Kansas City in the Super Bowl, uh, and I have them winning the Super Bowl. So, like, my pick is very much up in the air. But the problem with me, I did not think the Bills would be this freaking good this year. Yeah. Um, I could 100% see the Bills winning the Super Bowl and or winning the AFC Championship game uh, and getting the Super Bowl. And how funny would that be? Tampa Bay versus Buffalo. Tom Brady is, like, 33-3 and three against the Bills' lifetime. And if you're the Bills, you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I have to play Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, like our one shot of a championship. Um, but I, I got to go with my with my pick. I got I'm sticking with my pick. I'm not changing it. Uh, I got Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think they're going to win a nail biter. Um, I think they're just going to control the clock. And you know, the who knows? Maybe Josh Allen will turn back into a pumpkin. Um, and kind of go from there. Yeah. So. so you already heard. If I had to bet with my wallet, I already I, I just told you what I would do. I'd say Casey covers and uh, um. And the under, no, the over. But uh, at the same time, where my heart is, I want Buffalo. I'm going to go Buffalo. Oh, I would love a Buffalo. I would root. I'm rooting for Buffalo all day. Like I said, for, to, to hold my pick to keep my podcast pick alive, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be. So, uh, you're my, what is the worst Super Bowl that you would see? What's the worst? Of it, however, it shakes pro- out. Green uh, Bay uh, Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, out of the four four opportunities, I, I think that's want- it. Green Bay Buffalo, right? Yeah, but again, I think I still think that'd be a good game. Like, it's literally oh, it's still like still be entertaining. It's a Super Bowl, but out of what's left, I don't know. Tampa Bay, Kansas City is kind of cool, but it could be a it could be a fifty to ten type scenario, and that would suck. But um, I don't know. I, I I think Buffalo versus Green Bay. I I'd watch it. I'd be entertained by it. I love the stories that come through it. Um, we'll see. But hey, someone's chatting. Was that you? Uh, but yeah, no, for me, like I said, I think the best one would be Bucks Chiefs and then Bills Bucks and then Chief Packers and then uh, Bills Packers. I think Tampa Bay is the better of all of them. So, uh, you know, we, we, we we'll kind of, you know, that's where I kind of leave it there. But, you know, we'll see. Like I said, it's a Sunday it should be interesting. It should be good. Um, you know, I wanted to touch on the NHL a little bit this week, but we were supposed to have Patrick on. I was going to talk more about him that way. Um, just because the season started, the Bruins are one and one, uh, they haven't got a five on five goal yet. Uh, and they, they, they split the series with, uh, New Jersey, but they play new, they play everybody in their conference or the division, uh, eight times. So there'll be a lot of name recognition. So anything that any hot take, anything jumping out, any, any hot take, any, anything that's Uh, jumping out so far, any young guy that you're like, oh, I'd Not like to yet. see this. 
I mean, Charlie McAvoy has been throwing his weight around, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll kind of leave it with there. Um, hopefully next week um, we'll, we'll get Patrick on and we'll do a little bit more of an NHL breakdown. Nice. Um, or maybe, Hey, who knows? Maybe we'll get my dad on for a night and we'll uh, get his, his t- or Emma. There we go. We should try to get Emma on. Oh. Yeah, she's not she's too cool for school, um, man. She, she's, she's way she's too cool, cool for our show. Uh-huh. Um, but with but with that, guys, as you can see up on our right-hand corner, over there, that's where it is. Uh, Jay, point up to your left. Right, there you go, right there. Uh, we are sponsored by Deadly Grounds Coffee, coffee to die for. Uh, it is a new year. It is a fantastic way to get some awesome coffee uh, for you to take and enjoy. Uh, you, you've gotten some, but yeah, look at them trying to eat some. There you go, Jay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So with that, guys, you know, check it out. Where can they find it, Jay? You can find us. On Instagram at no. it's go oh no our well, oh the, oh our deadly. sponsor at deadly.com get deadly.com get deadly.com or sorry I was I was too busy trying to eat the eat the sign yeah, that I, I didn't know what was going on sorry I was that's all right so with that Jay I'm gonna I'm gonna spotlight on you tell all our wonderful listeners and viewers where they can find us all right so here we are hello everybody so you can find us at on Instagram at it's go time podcast and on Gmail it's go time pod uh, at gmail.com. And we have a Twitter account. So go ahead, James for our uh, one person, which is probably person. you yourself following it. No, it's the darkening. It's our, it's our, oh, it's our that's network, right. That's right. Our network. Um, it's, it's at, it's at, it's go time with JJ. Uh, so check it out. Uh, we don't post anything because we have no followers. So if we get more followers, we might post more. Um, but also, too, we'll be opening up a YouTube channel probably in the next week or so because we feel yeah. like we're going to do more of these live things. So let us know what you guys think of the show so far. If you watched us live, let us know if you like the setup. Um, you want to change a little bit different, but hopefully we're going to get more guests and this be a little yeah. bit more of a, a, a type of thing, especially if I'm unavailable or Jay's unavailable. It opens up opportunities to keep doing the show yeah. um, if one of us is not available. Uh, because come June, I will be on my paternity leave uh, with, my little, with my daughter on its way. So Jay will be doing all the heavy lifting uh, for a couple months, but we definitely want to get this stream going uh, and let us know what sounds good, what doesn't sound good. You know, the show is for us, but mostly for you guys. Uh, we are trying to grow our listener base. So with that, you know, share all that stuff with all your friends, families, and coworkers. And uh, with that, Jay, anything else you want to add? No, I'm all set, man. Peace. All right. And with that guy,